Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of That Bears Repeating. I'm Mr. Tipple, the Assistant Principal at Monroe Central, and today I have our two panel members with us, and we are excited because this is our first podcast where we have a guest with us today. So um, we're looking forward to what she has to say, and we'll talk to her in a little bit. Um, we've tried to address real topics um, with real students, and um, today's topics um, are uh, pretty relevant and pretty, uh, I think, important, um, especially in the world that we're living in right now. And uh, what we hope to kind of discuss is um, depression or student depression, anxiety, and even uh, touch on the topic of uh, teen suicide or thoughts of teen suicide. So welcome, everybody. Glad you're back. Are you glad to be here? Yep. Okay. Glad to be back from the So glad to be back from what? From another, or for, for another episode. episode. Excellent. So um, let's just kind of get at it. Um, is it just me? I mean, I'm an old guy. Or is this a, do you guys believe this is a pretty relevant topic that should be addressed? I definitely think it's a very important topic. Um, it happens a lot in the world. Okay. I definitely think it needs to be talked about. It just about. keeps increasing. Okay. So, yeah, statistics I think would show that you're right, that um, the number of, Teens and just from my view as an administrator here, the number of teens that we deal with that have some sort of depression or anxiety or even thoughts of suicide, the numbers seem to be increasing in the, in the time that I've been um, an administrator. So, so where do we start with this? Um, what are some reasons maybe? What, what, what's going on? Why are teens depressed? Why are they feeling anxious? Why are they having thoughts of suicide what bullying. what do you think bullying okay well obviously there's been a there's been a real big spike um i think i was looking at the stuff yesterday it said like from 18 to like 27 percent just this year uh, i definitely think part of that is kids not being able to go outside and see people and um being able to interact at a school with their friends um and outside of school i know that i was stuck in a house for four months without doing anything when the um, when the quarantine was put on us, uh, I remember the last day of school, everything like that. Um, it definitely, it definitely changed. It was, it was hard to uh, not be able to see everybody yeah. every day. I think you bring up a great point. I mean, I think you think about teenage years. So much going on biologically. I used to be a, bi a biology teacher, so you've got increasing hormones. You got your body growing and changes happening, and and your brain continues to develop and you're starting to have to think about what am I going to do with my life after high school? So there's so much going on. And then you throw on top of that, not even what you've mentioned yet, but things like, you know, issues at home, divorce or um, relationship issues. So you got that on top of it. And then here in the last year, we've thrown on top of that, you know, being isolated, not being able to um, interact with your friends. And then on top of that, something that I really didn't experience as a teenager, social media and how that's affected bullying and, and how, you know, I remember if kids made fun of me, I went home and I didn't have to deal with it till the next day of school. Now it's 24-7, right? You can't get away from it when you go home because kids are posting stuff on social media. Kids are texting things to each other. And uh, other kids are get jumping in on the conversation, and it's real easy to set at home. 
and type something from behind your computer screen versus saying something face-to-face to someone. So it's much easier to bully than it's ever been. So, yeah. And a lot of the times when it's a lot easier to bully people over social media, so in the like at night when you're alone and people are telling you you're not good enough or like people are bullying you through social media you're alone with those thoughts of not being good enough that's 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 a great point yeah in the past if someone bullied you here at school you had your peers your friends that could kind of say hey you know don't listen to them whatever but yeah you're home with your phone you're you're alone with your thoughts that's that's a great point so i guess that that rolls into i appreciate you being here and um, the reason that um, I ask our guests to be with us today is recently I was inspired by a post that she made on social media, on Facebook, where she just kind of put it out there that, hey, she has dealt with um, the issues that we're talking about today. And, um, and she's, you know, came through those things and she's in a better place now. So I just wanted her to kind of be able to share today with us. Um, so I don't know what you want to share with us but maybe take us back to you talked a little bit about two years ago two years ago what just kind of take us through what you went through and how you got to that point in your life where you were thinking about suicide and then we'll talk how how did you get through that and and what kind of advice maybe you have for people um two years ago it was my sophomore year um, I moved here my freshman year. I didn't really have anyone. And then, like, going into sophomore year, things were hard at home. Um, my depression was really bad, and I was just at a low place in my life. And there was bullying going on, just not from, like, this school in particular, but, like, other schools. Like, people that don't know you will bully you for no reason. So that made me feel like I just wasn't good enough. And I never wanted to go to my parents which is you need to go to your parents but I just won't, didn't want to and because I felt like upset and I felt like I would make them upset so I isolated myself and I didn't tell anyone how I was feeling and then I started thinking of suicide and then can I yeah op- go on go okay on. October 8th um my sophomore year I attempted suicide and I was in the hospital and then I went to a stress center, and it's called St. Vincent Stress Center. And I learned a lot of coping skills there and, like, reasons that I'm still here and, like, that I'm, like, I'm worth it. Like, I have a good life ahead of me, and, like, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Mm. Like, it's, it's not the answer. I know when you're in that point, it feels like it's the only option, but... It's really not like things, it takes time, but it does get better. Excellent. I appreciate you, your willingness to share and to be open and upfront about that. Because like I said at the beginning, and, and I think you kind of echoed this, when you're in that point, you think sometimes that you're alone and no one understands what's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think other students need to know that there's other kids that either have are going through that situation or have been through that situation and they can certainly have someone to talk to but then you mentioned also you know you got help you you got help and you learned some coping skills it helped me so much okay very good very good um anyone on our panel 
want to share anything. I know we've talked outside of um, our episodes, and um, you guys want to share anything along those lines? Or uh, well, I definitely think uh, now that she's still here, obviously after uh, what happened there, uh, it, it shows great courage on her part that she can rebound like that. Because uh, this is this is a very important thing. Uh, it's a very scary thing, very sad thing hearing some of the stories but it, it, I definitely it's definitely a very respectful thing that she came out better than she was before um, I've definitely seen people that have attempted before like keep going with it yeah. after even though they keep saying they're fine and they do all this stuff and then they do it after they've already attempted it once it doesn't stop but uh, I definitely I definitely think that shows great courage from yeah. her part absolutely absolutely I personally have depression, and I, I think I think that mainly it started sixth grade year. I moved here, didn't really know anybody, didn't have very many friends, and the friends I did go with didn't fit in with anybody else. So everybody else is like, well, we shouldn't hang out with her. She's she doesn't fit in with us because she hangs out with them, and it's just that stereotype that caused so many people to turn me away when we could have had a friendship that could have been something else. Right. And seventh grade year, things got a little better. Um, I started doing more, and then eighth grade year, things went downhill, got into bad relationships, problems at home, and then ninth grade year, the day before school, finally figured out I had clinical depression and it was mildly bad. And I have actually... Eighth grade year, I attempted, but my dad had walked in on me, and I was like, "That's a sign. I I need to be here. Like my family needs me, my friends need me. I can't go." So I, I've heard a couple common themes that's making my, the wheels spin in my head. Both of you talked about coming to a new school, and I think that was a stressor mm-hmm. for both of you. So I'm thinking as an administrator and this is something maybe we build on from this discussion today, but how do we help the new student that comes here? How do we help them through that initial, you know, new place, new people, I don't know anyone, what can we do? And my other question is, and this kind of, because I haven't ever experienced depression, but when I was in school, there was a kid I rode the bus with, sat with him every day, um, talked with him every day. Um, and I can't remember how old we were, but one day he didn't get on the bus. And um, I'm like, Where, where's Chris? And I found out a few days later that he had committed suicide. And I took that really hard because I thought, I sat with him every day on the bus. We talked every day on the bus. What did I miss, and how could I have? How could I have helped him? So, you know, and and I don't know if you guys have the answer to this, but how? What are some signs? What are some things that other people can do? Because um, that, and and I'm I'm not trying to say, you know, pity party for me, but I took that really hard. I'm like. Holy cow! For years, we we had a science seats, but I always sat with him, and I had no clue. And I, later, I found out, you know, there were some issues with home life and things. And but 
What did I miss? I feel so. like you can go <laughs> I feel like most people don't really talk about their home lives because, I mean, that's private, obviously. Right. Some people don't want everybody knowing what's going on at home or maybe it's just like I personally do it. Like if somebody asks me, hey, how are you doing? I'll just say I'm fine and then they'll drop it. But most of the time when somebody says I'm fine or I'm doing okay, they're not fine. They're not okay. But people won't push it because they don't want to push them into doing something. Right. How about you were going to make a comment? It's it's, sometimes it's really easy to hide your emotions and you don't want to bother people with how you're feeling or maybe you are in that place where you just don't want help and if you tell someone they just feel like you will get them help but it's really it's really hard but it's you need to like open up and tell people how you really feel like a trusted adult or something I know my family it was so unexpected because I just I didn't go to them and so they took it really hard and they like were really hard on themselves right because they didn't know because mm-hmm. you had and never my mom was like that's my daughter like how do I how do I not know this right right and I guess an, another thought that I have that let's say that he had he had get, given me some signs um, I think um, as a friend then I need to make sure that I tell somebody, right? So I guess what I'm saying is if there's some students listening, number one, if you are saying, yeah, that's me, I, I'm depressed, I have anxiety, I have thoughts of suicide, there's help out there, tell somebody, right? Tell your parents, tell a trusted adult, tell a friend. And then I'm also saying if you're a student who has a friend that has confided in you, then you got to let somebody know. I, I can't imagine the guilt. I mean, I felt guilty that this kid that I knew for so long, I mean, I wouldn't have called him a friend. We were in different grades, but we sat, like I said, we sat together on a bus. I can't imagine if I had a friend that had confided in me and I didn't tell anyone and then something happened. Ah. I mean, you may be scared of like, telling someone for your friend but it'll it'll really help them in the long run because it'll just keep them alive right i've had to do that before i had a friend that had confided in me and i didn't tell anybody the first time and i was like he's gonna or they're gonna do something again and he they then told me i'm gonna do it again and i said no and they said you can't stop me at this point and i went and i told somebody and then, then they had to go and talk to the person that i had told and then they came back to me and they said, why would you do that? I didn't want to be here. And I was like, because you need to be here. Right. You have more to live for than just what you're doing now. This is a temporary problem. Like she said, this is a temporary problem and you're going to make a permanent solution. That's not the solution right. you need. And so how is that now? Has he finally figured out that? Um, I don't think that they're doing it anymore. But they and I aren't very close anymore, so I honestly couldn't say. But later on, they'd come back and they said, thank you. And, like, I needed that. I needed to talk to somebody. And I was like, I know. Like, they used to tell me everything. So we've, we've talked a little bit about getting help. T- 
telling somebody. And if you if a person doesn't feel comfortable telling their parents, or maybe they don't feel comfortable coming to a guidance counselor or to the youth pastor or to someone at school, there are other ways, right? And so um, I think a couple of you had some some numbers or places that you can call. Um, um, the suicide prevention hotline is 800-273-8255. And that's for anywhere. And you can message that or you can call. Excellent. And you can also message 741-741. And that's, you can send a text to that. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So, again, there are places out there. And, you know, and, and I think it's important to understand that, you know, I'm not a trained counselor. I'm not a trained doctor, and I don't claim to be one. But, you know, I'm willing to listen. And I think there's plenty of adults, especially in your school, that would say the same thing, that, they want what's best for you and you need to talk to someone and make sure that uh, you get the help that you need so well i just heard a bell i don't know if uh our podcast picked it up but uh, uh let's kind of wrap it up here anyone else have any anything to share on this topic just that whoever's watching you matter great point absolutely yeah Yep, and, and I think just to reiterate what you said, you know, um, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem, and, and things get better. And uh, especially if you can work through it with with the help of, of a friend or a counselor or, or an adult or somebody to talk to. And uh, life is worth living because you do matter. And, um, again, I was... I was blown away when I read your initial Facebook post, and I think I commented on that. And you shared it. And I shared it because I thought it was pretty powerful and something that other students... It's, it's. I think, remembering back, if I can remember back in the Stone Age when I was a student, if I heard it from an adult, you know, the school might have someone come in, an adult speaker come in and and tell me something and... But to hear it from someone my own age, so so if you're a teenager struggling with depression or struggling with suicide, to hear your story and for you to have the courage to step up and say, hey, this was me and this is what happened and this is, what, this is the, where I am now, it's awesome. And um, I think I, I talked to you about, and you guys probably don't remember because you were still at the elementary, but a friend of mine... Um, had a, a son. He lost a, a suicide, and he started a, um, a founded nonprofit called uh, Shelby's Way, and um, they do a lot of cool car shows and and car related things. But their purpose is to raise money um, to help uh, adults, particularly adult men um, who battle depression and thoughts of suicide, and they actually help um, get them in counseling or help them. You know, if they're struggling with bills to pay or, or whatever, um, they just do a lot of cool things. Um, so, um, and he, he came actually from Kentucky and spoke. And you said you remember when Mark yeah. was here. So that was awesome. And I'm sure I'll tag him in this when I post it. So, Mark Kane, keep up the good work and um, appreciate what you do. And uh, please continue because there's, there's always going to be folks that, 
that need need support and help. So, excellent. All right, guys, I appreciate both of you again uh, helping with this and appreciate your willingness to uh, to be a part of this. And uh, we try to do these <laughs> regularly. Sometimes with the craziness of of uh, COVID, um, our, our schedule hasn't hasn't always been on schedule. But thank you for staying on me this week and uh, saying, hey, when are we going to do the next one? So so that's it for today's episode. Again, we appreciate listeners. Um, our listenership, if that's a word, has continued to grow. And uh, I hope uh, we continue to get new listeners. And uh, if you've got an idea of a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, uh, please um, uh, email or comment um, on this post. And, uh, and we will uh, continue to come up with new things to talk about. But again, this is That Bears Repeating, and um, it's just some real high school students talking about real issues that they face. So have a great day.